0: up everyone and welcome to another day with the Relax Bro podcast. I'm Emily and I'm here with Mike, Austin, and Jack and we are here for our second episode. Lacrosse is a sport that dedicates itself to its culture so for this episode we wanted to take a different aspect of it and talk about lacrosse pop culture. Jack, when you think of lacrosse pop culture what is the first thing that pops into your head?
1: So, uh, for everyone that doesn't know, there's um, this brand of lacrosse gear. It's called East Coast Dyes. And that's what I wore a lot of um, when I played. And their signature, like, logo is the, the crab holding the lacrosse stick above its head. And, um, but there's so many other brands of, like, lacrosse gear where it's just, like, bright shorts with, like, crabs or lobsters all over it. And that was definitely, uh, definitely a big part of lacrosse culture. Like you just see someone – like we'd be wearing those shorts like to school because we didn't want to like change out of our clothes for practice and stuff like that. And it definitely um, – that was a big part. I also think that like outside of like necessarily the game and like just in casual life, um, moccasins, you see anyone wearing those boat shoes and you already know. Um, I actually didn't buy a pair. I I'd never wore them beforehand until like (laughs) mid-season, everyone, everyone hates on me for it, but I've played like multiple sports, so I just wore slides like, you know, normal people, and I, um, I only bought like a pair of boat shoes like afterwards, um, and like during the season, like I never wore them, and like everyone hated on me for it, but yeah, you definitely see that, something I never really got into was like growing out your hair, crazy long. So many people had the flow. And every you guys know what I'm talking about. Like, everyone, like, come, once it comes out the helmet, bro, once it comes out the back of the helmet, or, like, you'd see someone, like, rocking, a, like, a bun, a little man bun, then after the game, you just let it fly. Um, that was definitely a big part of it, too. Um, I don't know. Donnie, Austin, what uh, do you
2: guys think? Yeah, boat shoes. Um, I'd say one thing um, – I mean, like, I wear it, and I get joked around with my friends, but it's Vineyard Vines. They sponsor a lot with lacrosse, and every time when I wear it, like, you know, my friends would make fun of me, but they're actually really nice shirts to wear. Like, I, like even though they make fun of me, they'll, they'll always say, that's actually a nice shirt. It's always comfy. Like, it's always good to wear, like, whenever, like, you have nothing to wear. It's like, it's a casual fit. So, I mean, I know Donnie has a shirt that I'm trying to get, but he's a little short. Bro, off.
3: bro, I, <laughs> I feel you with the Vineyard Vine stuff. Like, it's actual, they're actual nice t-shirts. They're really nice. Like, they're so nice. And it's just they become
1: have. so, like, so cognizant of, like, lacrosse. Like, oh, look at the lax, bro. And, like, oh, definitely, God. definitely <laughs> yes. has ruined it. It
3: yeah. doesn't help that... that Vineyard Vine sponsors the PLL so they have like I was really just nice gonna shirts. say that
1: PLL did a collab with Vineyard Vines I was like damn bro and they, it, you know
3: I have one of those shirts and they're so comfy and so like, fire they Vines. are so fire and they're I'm like so I'm comfy. getting the
1: stereotype now as like an avid <laughs> no, yeah
3: man. it just sucks because I want to get more Vineyard Vine shirts but then you go through like the little like oh my god people are going to see me wearing Vineyard Vine. Like I had a brother that he went to the University of Maryland, and literally he like came back. And he's like, "Yes, everyone there wears Vineyard Vine, so it's like also an East Coast thing." So he's like, I mean, "Everyone there wears Vineyard Vine and like Patagonia." So I hate oh it
2: Patagonia now. for sure, for sure. But yeah. no, if you just wear the Vineyard Vines and then the boat shoes mixed together, just like with like the I would say brought up like cargo shorts, like any shorts, that's kind of like the stereotypical outfit a lacrosse player would wear.
0: The shorts need to be preferably the salmon pink color. Um, yes, <laughs> yes, yes,
2: yes. Like any, like not the usual color you would expect now, like kind of the khaki, like gray or like black. You know, you got the salmon, you got the kind of like the teal colors.
0: When I think of in your Mind, like everyone was saying too, it's such an East Coast stereotype. And I think that just puts it all out there for like how much. More popular lacrosse is on the East Coast, and it all just meshes into one. And so, yeah, no Vineyard Vines is huge. Well, the whole yeah, I, I like, got, I have my little for every relax, bro.
3: <laughs> I have a little show and tell since we're talking about the shores. <laughs> right, These are the it. beauties oh, that I have.
0: My so, you wow. those It
3: can't see because it's a podcast. Um, (laughs)
0: breaking
3: the fourth wall
0: for the photo for the for the thing yeah
3: there's like there's like they're purple and like dark blue and it says river lax on them and they got these little like swirly things going around oh okay wait Um, i actually i gotta
2: i gotta give you one of my i gotta show one of my shorts that actually were uh, insane that i wore but one second yeah
3: I just wear these as, like, pajama sh- shorts now because they're super comfortable.
2: But, like, oh, just- lacrosse monkey.
3: Lacrosse monkey, like, growing up was also big. Um, you know, they would have, like, their little, like, monkeys holding lacrosse six too, that everyone just wore. But, yeah, I've seen, like, the, like, baby, the powdered blue shorts with, like, yellow stripes. That was, like, super popular in Minnesota for some reason. I don't know why.
0: Was it just me or were the most popular kids in middle school, the kids who wore the Under Armour and Nike, like neon sets of basketball shorts and the T-shirts?
3: No, the most popular, you wore the Nike Elite basketball socks. Oh,
0: oh, that's yeah. That's how you
3: did it. Elite, like right up to the ankle. Of course.
0: In Whatever color, I did have a pair of those just to dance in because I thought I was cool. All
2: right. They had like the no. little the, the stripe up the back, like yeah. that. yes. So, I would say I got recruited by one club team for one tournament because they didn't have enough players. But they gave me this uniform. It was the a lot, LA Heat, something like that. But they gave me these colors to wear. Are- and I get socks. So I'm like, I never thought that I would wear neon orange as a uniform. LA Heat bruised my ribs in a club game. That was fun. <laughs> you yeah. know, okay, here's the thing the team that I played with. They were not that great <laughs> because I was playing with another club team, like who was like at the top of the division. Like I mean, from Colorado, of course. So we were that great, but um, <laughs> I remember
1: I remember in middle school, like way before I like played lacrosse ever really even knew about it. It's when I moved uh, moved schools to the East Coast, and like my school beforehand, I, like never really had like a lacrosse program or anything. Um, so it was really weird to see, like, the pennies people would wear, like, um, during, like, practices, because, like, all my friends played, and, like, they would just, like, wear all their spare pennies and stuff like that whenever they were, like, just, like, goofing around, and, like, all the crazy stuff that's on it. I, I don't know if I have it now, but I have, like, a Jamaica lacrosse one. Like, I just get random ones on the internet so I far. Those. I know,
3: I don't know if you guys have ever heard this term. It's called Hotbeds. So it's like this huge summer tournament in Delaware, and for my club team, that was one of the if that was like the biggest tournament we would go to all summer. It was at University of Delaware, middle of summer it is like it it was so hot, it's ridiculous. Delaware is a swamp, so oh, it's course. literally like ninety degrees like eighty percent humidity, even at like eight in the morning, like you're dripping sweat, walking to the field um and on the like one of the last nights we all, all the teams would go to like this dorm lounge or like maybe they would go to the dining hall and they would just swap gear so like you would bring like a pair of gloves or like an old pair of gloves or like a penny or like a practice shirt and you could get so much stuff with it you would just walk up the guys and like trade with them yeah yeah um, and so, yeah, like, you get some pretty dope pennies or, like, like some of the guys are really good, so maybe they have, like, the Maverick Showcase gloves. Yeah. Or something like that. So you could get, like, a pair of Maverick Showcase gloves and,
2: like, act like you actually were like remember when you did it. I think um, – I, I, I believe I did this. I'm not – I'm pretty sure I did, but I'm, I remember playing for one club team. We actually played against a team from Japan, and yeah. like we were able to do kind of like a good – jersey swap I don't know where the jersey is but like it's interesting it's like the different cultures play lacrosse I mean like everyone has a different style I mean like with like up northeast like you got different stereotype on how people dress and how they play versus you know like the midwest the west coast they have like a whole different style so.
0: Donnie what has your experience been like on that culture side of style just seeing from like how, what's more pop culture like on the East Coast to now playing on the West?
3: Ooh, um man, I don't know. That That's a tough one. I mean, from Minnesota, like, I, I played at Farmington, Minnesota. So my school was literally surrounded by cornfields. So basically, the only thing we had was, like, hair. And we would call it cabbage. So you had the hair flowing out.
0: That yeah, we used to call like,
1: it that too. Yeah, Wait, cabbage.
0: Mullets, cabbage.
1: Yeah, we used to call. If it wasn't
3: mullets. Like no one. No
1: it's one just got it. like the- no.
3: Like two kids got mullets on our team my senior year, and I and I was a captain, and I just roasted. I just roasted them into oblivion. I could not believe they actually got. Like sometimes, like if you go to state. Then yeah, like you might bleach your hair. You might like like
0: something
2: like fun. a little Yeah, yeah,
3: But why at the beginning of the season are you getting a mullet? That just never makes
2: sense. If if you have a mullet, then you gotta be playing hockey. I think that's more okay. Okay, I can see that typical side. No, like, all, no, we would notch our eyebrows. That's what. I,
3: no matter what, we would notch our eyebrows. Wait.
0: Really?
2: Yeah.
3: That's so.
0: Wow. True. So like
3: usually, I, and so it was kind of like the freshman that was like like hazing uh, yeah it wasn't even like really hazing because most of the freshmen did it but literally we would like like push them up against the wall and i had my razor and so i would just like quick like do it like i would do two on one side and one on the other and if we had like a freshman we really hated we would mess up his eyebrows it was so funny i remember a freshman okay okay it was it's not as bad as what it, we was, in, to do, it was in like, good spirits my freshman year
0: okay Yeah. yeah, yeah. my
3: freshman year uh, hazing was a lot
2: worse. <laughs> what, what, what happened?
3: Okay, so we call it sacrificing. Um, thankfully, this never happened to me. Um, but uh, on our road wins, on the way back, we would push a freshman into the middle of the aisle. Uh, and then he would strip, and then we would like rip off his clothes to his underwear and then just pour water on him. It was pretty funny. Jesus. <laughs>
0: So you like- it was only
3: on road wins, so it only happened like once or twice. I've but yeah, never, I never had to do I've it. I've never, never heard of that. Then,
2: I haven't heard of that. It was,
3: no, it was pretty funny. It was, I it mean, was actually pretty
2: funny. At, <clears throat> at my high school, I mean, I never done it but I got hurt, but if you join the varsity team, like if it was your first time joining the varsity team, the seniors get to give you an insane haircut before the first home game. And you have to wear it to school the next day and wear it to the – or, like, have it for the game. But sometimes people will just shave it off. But it's insane on what people would do to your hair. Like, you – it's the unexpected thing. Um, I remember one year they won state championship. But, like, whenever everyone took off their helmets, you knew who it was the first year on varsity because they're all their shaved heads.
1: Yeah. No, we just bleached ours, and I never, I didn't do it, but um,
0: it yeah. was like Jack's just built different.
1: I'm just built different. You want me to bleach my hair? Oh my gosh, I look horrendous. I had, I remember one kid, my like my one of my good friends. He now plays at um, plays at SUNY Purchase, which is a state school in New York. But um, he uh, he dyed his eyebrows too. That was crazy. <laughs> He's, brown. Oh, he's no. like dark brown hair, and he was like, "Screw it! Like I already have like a blonde head, like why not?" So, um, he dyed his eyebrows, and I was like, "That's so crazy!" And then,
3: thing, keep going, keep going.
1: No, yeah, and that was just like so funny. I remember like looking at him, I was like, "Bro, you look so damn goofy!" And he already looked like, like he al- he always stood out. He's like six five, and he's like one ninety. So he's, like, a lanky guy, but even, like, that wasn't enough to make him stand out. So he had to dye his eyebrows and his hair, and I was, like, dang. I was, like, bro, you're really oh doing yourself dirty. Like, oh, my God.
3: I know this was – so before our pictures my senior year, um, <laughs> like, you know, some of us can't really grow facial hair. Um, so we took mascara. And we, like, made, like, all these, all these, like, all, so, like, obviously, like, we told everyone, they were, like, yo, everyone, like, don't even shave, not even a little bit for, like, two weeks. Right. Just get as much as you can, and then we'll fill the other (laughs) spots in with, like, mascara. I did, I thought I did it pretty well. Like, I was touching myself up, making it look pretty dark, making it look pretty good. Some of these guys literally just took the mascara thing and just started, like, smearing it all over their, like, yeah. mouth. It was so bad. But honestly, looking back on those pictures, it was so much fun. I don't, I don't regret a single thing about that. But, yeah, um, it was just funny that we did that.
2: No, I remember um, – so there were these two guys in my class. One of them was, like, short. Um, he was a short, shifty attack man. Another guy, he was, like, tall defenseman. The attackman he put of um and like in his like bio, he put that he was six six one, one ninety five pounds, an attackman, and then when you look at him on the field, he's like five foot. And when i look at the tallest guy, he's like, Oh, I'm five two, one fifty five. I'm like, Yeah, I'm the shortest guy in the field. Look me up. <laughs> that's funny but then like they would also have a uh, funny movie quotes I forget what my brother did but some of them are just I would say god awful
0: <laughs> what are some of the funniest uh references to lacrosse in certain movies I know like I don't know if Crooked Arrows really has any funny reference because because I still haven't seen it yet but I really want to but like American Pie Blue Mountain State yeah that sort of thing grown-ups like, too
3: i mean it's the main cool. villain is gro- and grown and grown-ups too that's is like the more stereotypical like frat laxers, like they're all carrying around their lacrosse they're all
2: they're all like preppy boys i would say um that's the most like yeah it's i mean it's funny but it's i mean it's like, it's like they not all it's like it's so that. over the <laughs> top
0: it's crazy they, yeah they
2: definitely. represent like i would say kind of like the brotherhood i mean like i get that but it's like also they kind of like, you know, like, as everyone says, they have, like, a gay aspect to it. Like, everyone says that lacrosse is gay sport. I mean, even though we don't say it is they always – everyone has an argument for it. But I always, like – it was so funny. I was watching
1: – this isn't from a different movie, but this YouTuber I really like, he um, he was making a video about, like, stereotypical like, lacrosse guys. It's like, yeah, I'm going to my house in the Hamptons, and then like, I'm also going to like Cape Cod, like my house there too, and my boat. Like, it was so yeah. so <laughs> funny because everyone like <clears throat> everyone always associates that like obviously like the boat shoes don't really help, but um everyone always associates like lacrosse with like being like uh it's like a rich person sport, and I was like it's really it's really not like anyone can play lacrosse. Like, sure, like <clears throat> gear and like initially like gear is expensive and all that
2: like getting a stick and like but it doesn't have to be like and of course i mean if you look up lax bro in urban dictionary it says a lax bro is a guy who plays the dope sport called lax using the language like broski stoked and bra to communicate (laughs) with other fellow lax bro members they grow their hair to their shoulders which is known as the flow 99.999% of the time a Laxbro is white and originates from the east coast of America. They drive yachts (laughs) um, and wear preppy clothing like vineyard vine polos, madras, rainbow reefs, high white socks, and hemp necklaces. Some common Laxbro names are Sean, Chad, Todd, brian and brett lax is their god and he will always come first
3: (laughs) (laughs) wrong i wish i could tell you you're super wrong about that stereotype but it's not that's a pretty good stereotype
0: No, I think it's crazy Please. how far that lacrosse has, like, grown so far away from, like, how it used to be stereotypes. Like, there's obviously going to be those brads and chads of lacrosse, but it's, like, definitely become such a more of, like, a diverse sport and just grown so far away. But I think it's so funny to have that stereotype because everyone knows it. Like, everyone is so familiar. with it. Mean, about- I
3: feel like, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. everyone's become so familiar with it because, obviously – even though, like, it's growing, everyone just references back to, like, an East Coast sport. Like, it's not big enough, like, basketball or, like, football to where it's just everywhere. Because even, I mean, even, like, even from my school, like, you know, we play lacrosse games. And most of the time, it's the parents of the players. And, you know, maybe, like, a couple of my friends show up. And then I see videos of, like, East Coast. And the stands are packed, like, in a football game. And they're just going nuts. Like, of course, like, that's that's why I understand why, like, some people just think it's an East Coast sport because if you come to my small school in Minnesota, uh, the atmosphere there just is so much different than what it is on the East Coast.
1: No, yeah. Back uh, back East, like, going to a, a football game was just as big as going to a lacrosse game. And especially because we were much better at lacrosse than we were at football, um, we had – Huge stands, like three hundred people, like just packed, and like same chance, like a basketball game, something like that. I guess, I guess the way to put it for someone who like hasn't really like, you know, been exposed to the sport is like, just think about if you went to a public school, think about a home basketball game, think about how hype you get, think about like homecoming things like that. Now transition that to outside in the spring. And it's basically like that. It's like if baseball were popular and people actually like watching baseball. Like it's kind of, it's kind of, and I only say that because I love baseball. So I'm, I mean, I, I like watching it, but like, it's like that atmosphere, like the weather, at least for us, it was like just starting to become warm. And like, it's like in the middle of March. And um, cause I know a lot of sports, a lot of places play different sports in different seasons so we played lacrosse in the spring um but yeah it's like the weather's just starting to get warm you only have to wear a hoodie to the game and like yeah like i just would always see people in the stands like doing the same chance you do for basketball and things like that and um i don't know if i have the shirt on me but um our lacrosse shirt on the back would say protect our turf Cause we, not a lot of schools in the, in our like county played um, on turf fields and like we were one of the only ones. And so it was always like our turf, like, you know, like kind of like that. So like, then one of the chants would be like, this is our turf and then like go crazy.
2: I mean, people, some people don't realize kind of like, I would say how big or like how small the business of lacrosse is. I mean, yeah, it's like a small business where it's still improving, it, like it start. it was one that started the oldest sport in oh, I in this country but like you have like famous celebrities just watching lacrosse. I mean if you were watching PLL this summer, they actually talked to Drew Brees because his sons actually play lacrosse and actually this past week uh Eli Manning tweeted out saying, Oh like I can't watch the uh Eagles Giants games right now because I gotta go to lacrosse games so I mean it just really seemed like how lacrosse is. I mean, and lacrosse is still a sport where if you just pick up a stick, you'll just get better in the future. I mean, all you need is um, lacrosse, stick like on the ball, just throw against one, you'll just develop skill in a matter of no time.
0: Even like bouncing off of that with um, just like celebrities or like really respected athletes. Um, Tom Brady's son actually plays lacrosse and Paul Rabel put this video out on YouTube And he made like this highlight video for his little son just playing and it's just so fun and awesome. And I think that the atmosphere of lacrosse is like, although it is intense, like it is like it is a game and people are there to win. But it's just such a laid back atmosphere. I remember I went to a lacrosse tournament in Park City, Utah and people have like their dog being pulled in a wagon or they're just set up like their own little like camping area outside just to watch the game and everyone's talking to everyone doesn't matter what team you're rooting for like it's just such a welcoming environment that is just so awesome that brings everyone together which is really unique to it.
2: I mean I also forgot that uh, Chris Hogan actually was former Penn State lacrosse player too so and also seeing Bill Belichick pick up the lacrosse. Yeah, I was gonna say that's even amazing. Bill Belichick.
1: Uh, who was he talking to? Was he talking to Paul Rabel about that stuff? I, pro- I think pro- so. Yeah. But like, I watched and I was like, "What the heck?" And Bill Belichick is like, "Lacrosse is such a great sport. Like, we can't like, like, we have to like get it more in the world like that." Like, yes. I was like, "That's so sick." Like, one of the greatest coaches. Like. Mm-hmm.
0: Another celebrity thing with music, too, is like with the timeliness of everything, uh, Method Man. He did something... Method Man, yes! Yes, yes, yes! Um, so he did like... The Wu-Tang Yes, he like made his own rap song just about lacrosse for the PLL called Boom This Summer, and then actually this past week, or I guess it drops tomorrow, but um, he made, like, a collab with, like, merch with the PLL. So they have, like, hoodies and T-shirts and snapbacks, <laughs> like, a limited edition. And it's so sick because it's, like, he didn't get to play it, I guess, professionally, but he just loves it so much and just, like, wants to give back to the sport and just bring in a different audience with music in lacrosse. He's, like, man, like, what did he say? He was, like, um, you're about to look, a- oh, he's, like, dressing a whole lot of a bit better after like getting this gear and so I think that that's just super fun too
1: especially with um music being incorporated in so other sports like basketball like rap is so heavily associated with basketball and um I remember actually it's so funny bringing that up because I was looking I think it was probably like yesterday I was like yo Wu-Tang's like collabing with uh Wax like that's so sick like I was like, that is so awesome. And it's like, the, also the collab is very well put because there is like, like their main colors are yellow, white, and black. And like Wu-Tang is obviously yellow. So, um, I thought, I think it just looks sick too. And like Method Man is written in a circle on the sleeves. I'm definitely copping a hat. There's no question. But, um
0: said like, yeah. he has, like I, a part of it in the middle and he's like it just goes right on my heart like this is just a big part of my life
1: yeah so no it's like uh, i think i think it actually drops tonight maybe i'm, I'm like, like, not sure hour.
0: i'm on their waiting list um
1: oh <laughs> okay right. yeah no but it's in 13 hours so it does drop tomorrow but yeah no i definitely think that it's kind of hard to associate, like, music and stuff like that with, like, lacrosse because it's just so new in popularity. And, yeah, no, it's definitely definitely cool to see, like, artists, like, kind of coming out and being like, yo, like, this is a great sport. We should definitely get this more into the world. And also, the merch is just insane. So, I feel like I feel like the PLL has been coming out with sick merch. Like, all right, call me a bandwagon. I'm not sure if I mentioned this last time, but I got – the sickest Whip snakes flag, and it's just because um fair color is red, and, you know, Whip snakes just won. So, I thought – and- Whoa, 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 no, no. whoa, whoa,
2: whoa, whoa, Hold up. Wait, so who's your team? Who's your team? The best midi. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an underdog guy. I'm a, I'm a water
1: dogs guy. I'm a,
0: I'm a players person. I'm a whole league. <laughs>
1: That's the thing. Like, I don't really associate with, like, in cross, I guess. You know, obviously being from New York, like, when I first started getting here, I was like, oh, the lizards are sick. Like, Paul Rabel's sick. Like, it's awesome. Well, like, PLL, like, I think it's I – mean, we talked about this last time. I think it's very cool that there's not, like, an associated place. So, like, anyone can get into it. Like, you know, like – I will never like the Eagles because they're from Philly. Like I hate Philly. And um, it's kind of like cool to like see like them doing that. But on the other end, I don't really have like a team. You know, like there's not like a team that I really empath- empathize with in as a whole. So like kind of like you, like I like players a lot. And like I kind of like to support like the whole league. Also, it's like kind of small. So it's like. I mean, like, you'd have to really be, like, a, a diehard fan to, like, be like, you know, like, this is my team, like.
0: Jack, and you guys are just on of your course. own. I have a team. This is it. Let's go Archers. <laughs> like, I'm like, of uh,
2: course. Of course. I mean, of course. Got archers are the best team. But, like, okay. But, like, you got to look at the set of players that are on the team. I mean, with the Archers, you got Will Manny, Marcus Holman, and Ole Like, come on. That trio. That
0: amazing. No, like, I can unsap- it. Just not. Just <laughs>
2: I mean, and also, when watching the Archers and the Alice game, I mean, you had the, the top two job prospects, um, Brian Cosby and Grand Ole Miss facing off. That was the closest game that I've seen going into – I believe it went to overtime. But, yes, you could love players. But if you want to choose if, – if you choose a team, it's like, for me, it's got to be a set of players that you choose. I mean, like, with Archers, like, those three that I mentioned, then you have Scotty Ratliff as an LSM – like, You're missing the best midfielder in the PLL. Oh no! I'm I'm leaving it for you, Donnie. Yeah. <laughs> so no, the, right reason, the reason the <laughs> reason
3: the reason I got into the archers was because of Will Manny because he's awesome and he wears the same and like you know he's number four and I respect number oh, four. That's you got. Um, And then yeah, like they Sorry get, about that. And then Grant Amen basically like sealed it, and that's oh, why I it pretty much game. went all in because Grant Amen is just disgusting. But yeah, like Tom Shriver, in terms of he's the best midi and. In the world, if you know look up Tom Shriver highlights, like he'll do anything, he'll go right or left
0: he's awesome. on
3: the run, time and room, like he, yeah, he does anything, so I don't know that yeah, I literally have a Will Manny poster in my room. I have the Archer's Vineyard Vine T-shirt, like yeah, no I mean, I'm the, 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 the,
2: the connection is there. You have Will, Man- Will Manny and Marcus Holman, both on the same team and also both assistant coaches for Utah, so like they know like how to connect with each other. I mean, yeah, like, uh, other teams, you know, like, uh, Paul Rabel, Kyle Harrison, um, Miles Jones, the Thompson brothers, like, they're all, they're all teams, mm-hmm. but it's like, when you put a set of players in, like, in a room and, like, seeing what they can do, like, what, what they bring to the table, the Orgers have, like, the, I was in most any, in any other team in the PLL. I they should have won that championship, league. honestly. That's
0: the best of the best players. And I think that there's really rarely anyone who you can point out and be like, they're not supposed to be there.
2: Oh, no, of course. I mean, and it was clearly shown in the first season um, of the PLL. Like the first, I would say, four weeks, every game, and uh, it's the majority of games ended by one goal. It was always close yeah. to game. So it's uh-huh. like you okay. can't really say there's no talent. The wrist talent. No, they just no know how to talent. Right. just
0: debating on which talent you want to support more. <laughs> of course.
2: To
1: address my earlier statement, yes. uh, Archery, I will also say that maybe I'm not as avid as a PLL fan as some other people on the Zoom call. So <laughs> I really just like to put fun at Donnie. 'Cause I know he's the biggest Archers fan. Bro, I just but.
3: need a team that can actually win me
1: a championship.
0: <laughs> he went all the way like, on his uh, brackets.
3: I he did too. I to I was, <laughs> I <was> like, um <laughs> For those that for those that don't know, my dad grew up in New Jersey, so I'm a Giants fan. NFC East, here we come. But yeah, like, so 2011, they've had, they've had the, sorry, sorry. I'll, I'll give you this one little snippet and then I'll get back to the lacrosse. The Giants have the worst record since 2017. And that includes the Browns going one in 15. I'm like, yes, this team is going to bring me a championship, my beloved championship that I've been looking for any sort of competency from any team since
2: 2011 just looking for happiness i'll give you yes, that yes i am <laughs> team 2 so
0: left in them
2: <laughs> i mean I, I would say all three of us are because we're all giants fans i mean- yes sir i think
1: this is kind of a different topic of conversation but okay, no that's why like other than other than like my main teams like in like new york cuz that's where i'm from so i like mostly new york teams yes. <laughs> um I follow, I feel like in league, in many leagues, mainly lacrosse, I follow players more than teams. Um, one, because all the teams I like are bad. So I feel like if I like players and they do well, then I feel a little better. But um, especially like in lacrosse, like when it's like kind of harder to, if you like don't really know the sport as well, because um, like for me, like I didn't grow up like my whole life playing lacrosse. Like, I never like took it seriously. I never took it like to you know the college level or anything. Like I kind of just played a little bit in high school. So for me, like getting into the PLL was like kind of difficult, like for teams and stuff like that. So I feel like when I can relate more to players specifically that I know better, then I don't get heartbroken when uh, the archers. Um, <laughs>
0: No, I'm very much the same way. I feel like I don't want to be a bandwagon, but I just love players and get so connected to them like on such a like I love Juju and I love Peyton Manning and like there's just or Kyler Murray. Or, there's just so many players just all over that I just follow separately from their team. And so I feel like lacrosse is a little bit different on that sense. Like obviously people have their teams, but um like I feel like the PLL is the only league that the athletes, the people who the media team, the coaches, they wear the league itself on a hat or on a sweatshirt. Meanwhile, with the NBA or the NFL, like they're wearing the Broncos, the, I don't even know, the Suns, the, just they have their team instead of just the NBA or the NFL. But you see it a little bit with the NFL to make it like unbiased. But I feel like the PLL, just everyone's so proud of the league itself that they want to represent it, which is really cool.
2: Yeah, like, I've been a fan of Marcus Holman, like, I would say my whole entire life. But then also, like, I I agree with you, like, whenever they're wearing a PLL, they're not really out to representing the city, kind of, like, where they're affiliated with. Yes. It's more of the league, I mean, because you have a bunch of, like, of these great players playing on different teams, but, like, they've played with each other, like, years beforehand in the MLL, and then, like, they get dispersed, so it's, like you could definitely see where the talent is and each player knows it. They coach themselves. They coach the team trying to see how they can get better as a team, how they get better as an individual. But then it's like they know where every person's weakness is. So it's like, I think that's why it's great to watch PLL because each player is to distinguish the pros and cons for each team by looking at every player because they don't have, like, representation on their back. It's just the PLL.
0: Absolutely. Okay, I have one last kind of pop culture question. So think of any lacrosse athlete and their public image, drip, and style, and why is it your favorite? I can start to give you guys some (laughs) time to think.
1: Oh, I already know. I already (laughs) know.
0: know. Pick any order. I'll go last.
1: Okay, I would say Miles Jones. Miles Jones is so swaggy. Uh, he reminds me kind of of like for peop- for like a reference to, like another sport. Kind of reminds me of like kind of like a juju or like like player ba. I'm trying to think. Probably like I don't know all players named me dress swaggy, but like I don't know. Just like not even like just like what he wears per se, but like. Also, like, his demeanor. Like, he's such, like, a calm, like, cool guy. Like, and obviously on the field, it's it's very different. Um, But he's also, like, I'd say he also is, like, similar to Paul Rabel. And, like, he's, like, very down to earth and, like, very realistic about it. And, like, he loves, like, talking to people about the sport. And he's just also a beast. So, that's that's my favorite uh, lacrosse athlete on the social standard.
3: I mean – I was – I honestly when, – when Emily said that question, it was also like Miles Jones was kind of the first person. Right? To to like – no, I just I'm, love – I just love the way – like, because one, he's literally a football tight end that just said, oh, yeah, screw it. Yeah. I'm all right? Better. Like,
1: he's so um, huge.
3: He's huge, and he just has fun with the game. And I think that's, like, a big thing. Like, when you know you're that good, like, you just have to have fun with the game. Um, and I think he does that – Like, like Jack said, like super down to earth, just nice guy. Um, I mean, one of the only, you know, African-American players in the PLL, you know, just all about growing the diversity and um, stuff like that. Another guy that I really like is Trevor Baptiste, just kind of for those same reasons. He just has fun with the game. Like he's always, he's always mic'd up on the sidelines, like chatting with guys and, you know, cracking jokes. I mean, the one clip, you guys can pull it up. He is coming out for a face-off and he's talking to someone under the mic, and he says, I have to go, like, I have to do something, because literally the, the ref told him to get down for the faceoff, and he proceeds to win the faceoff, goes down, and scores a goal, and when I asked him what he saw in the play, he said, that's speed, boy. <laughs> like, so I think just kind of like that fun. It's fun. He has some style. He's always out. He's always on, um, like, uh, Lac Sports Network. Um, you know, he's always open to interviews and people ask him a lot of questions. He's always open to respond. And so I think just in terms of that too, he's done a lot to grow the game. And so those, those two guys kind of come
2: to mind instantly for me. For me, that's, I mean, Donnie, going back to like Char Baptiste, like I actually have met him before. Like very nice guy to talk to. He's always down top of conversation. But for me, I mean, I've always been a fan of him too. But I think Rob Pinnell I think he's one of the most knowledgeable guys in lacrosse. Like, he's always calm and collected whenever in the, in different situations that he's in. I mean, he just joined the PLO last year. But I just think that he's one of the greatest, just knowledge-wise. Like, he knows how to, like, go out into different situations, whether they're down points or they need to, like, hold the ball. But, like, he's not – I always say the typical lacrosse player he is. Like he's he he is a little short than the average height, but like he's so built that like if you just give him the ball, like he's all he knows what to do. But, like he and he always has a bunch of sessions that he teaches other people about lacrosse. Like I think he has these open mic sessions where like he teaches like different types of dodges to younger kids. And he has like a bunch of camps that he'll have opened I think back in New York so I think he would have my vote
3: another guy I I took him it was North Star Lacrosse Clinic they had it in Minnesota one year and he was actually the leader of my camp and I get exactly what you're saying just like you can see how his mind works and it's amazing another guy that I really like is Greg Redlian um at that same at that same camp I was I was I was still taking face-offs at the time and so one day he took all the face-offs guys and literally for the entire day so like it's six hour session we went and we just worked on face-offs and just listened to him talk like like we would get on water breaks and then he would just come up to us on water breaks and start talking to us and like we would have like a 10-minute conversation right there and so just like super fun I mean one of the greatest face-off guys ever um but yeah just kind of those down-to-earth guys that You know, I mean, a lot of them have to do those clinics because to make ends meet because lacrosse is a high paying sport and they just love doing it. I think that's what's really great about the sport of lacrosse. I think that's what draws other people in is when you see your idols and not only are they just there to teach you about the sport, but they're there to interact with you at the same time. I think that's really cool.
0: Yeah, I think what's so important is they just love just putting a stick in someone else's hands and just showing their loves and passions and just combining it all together. And it kind of brings it full circle. So my person, I'm going to put a country spin on it, but Eric Law, a little Colorado bias. Um, so he is a Colorado native. He's also the director of lacrosse development for Denver City Lacrosse. And then he's on the Atlas for the Premier Lacrosse League. And he always, i literally you can look through his entire Instagram and he has a cowboy hat and a lacrosse stick in the other hand. And it's literally the best thing that I've ever seen. And he just, um, it's always straw season for him. Or even his captions are super funny. Like he just has so much fun with his style and just being from Colorado and having that countryside too and brings in this whole other audience to lacrosse like, just totally breaks the stereotype, has his cowboy hat, his captions are, like, "Yeehaw." <laughs> they're just super fun and silly, and so he's definitely my public image drip person.
2: I, I've, I've actually met Eric's law, oh, sorry. No um, way. I'm
0: so jealous. But
2: I actually have because, so with Denver City lacks, um, he has this high school leadership board where, like, he gathers, like, different um, student athletes from different high schools um, I was I was able to get the opportunity to be a part of it because he would go out to, like, all the two different coaches and see kind of, like, oh, who's kind of the person who's able to, like, spread the word, like, kind of like, um, help other people out. Luckily, me, my brother and another friend were able to join and all, a bunch of my other friends joined too. But he, having the opportunity to meet him, speak to him and, like, listen to him, like, honestly i would say he's more of the guy that he's on a mission because he's not that guy that like he just wants to play just because for the fun of it i mean like he got guys i'm just playing i would say it's like men, meet ends meet, but it's like with denver city lacks he's trading an image for these low-income families and you know they always have a 5k that they promote every year to help raise money like schools do a bunch of fundraising for them but it's just more of him creating an an image for the younger generations and i would say become a role model for them and that's what i like i really love about eric
0: that's awesome i didn't realize you met him was he by chance wearing a cowboy hat at all throughout
2: no he no he was not if i remember correctly he was like wearing it, it was, it was a cold night because we, it was, a cold um, night and... it was actually in the fall because we, I had a fall ball game and then we had to go to the meeting actually, no, he was wearing like a jacket and joggers. So okay. obviously the typical fit for every, like pro lacrosse player. So. But
0: putting it onto the real things. No, I do think that it is important how they're just so encouraging for that future generation. Honestly, if I ever have kids, are going to be playing baby lacrosse because the big helmets and it's literally like the cutest thing. And it really is like the sport of the future. And that's what the Premier Lacrosse League just like represents it as. So, no, I think that everyone mm-hmm. in the sport of lacrosse, no matter where you are, just very wholehearted, laid back people. They have a mission and they're just there to inspire and create and so. Well, this is a really fun topic. I'm really glad that we got to do it. I think it was just super fun and lighthearted and just a good thing to get across for our second episode. So thank you everyone so much for listening and can't wait to make episode three and share it with you guys. Awesome. Thank you. Do you guys want to close us out?
1: Relax. We're Relax. We're